This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. Let's head down to the ATL, check in with our pal Frank Patterson, president and CEO of Trillith Studios. He's been on this program before. You might know it by its former name, Pinewood Atlanta Studios. He joins us on the phone from the ATL. And Frank, man, you have been busy throughout all of this. We were just hearing this morning as we were reading in on this about this big plan that you've got going on. Uh, Studio City of the East, for sure. We knew (laughs) that this was a big business uh, down there in my hometown, in my home state. But you've, you've got some big plans. Tell us about it. Yeah, Jason. Hey, thanks for having me on again. It's good to talk to you until again. Hi. Yeah, well, uh, this is something we've been working on for several years. We set out to create a place built by and for members of uh, the film and creative industries, a place that has everything we need to kind of, you know, the dream is to make anything we can imagine. And so it's also a place where we'd want to live, you know, have our families raise kids. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's kind of a studio city, a contemporary studio city of the Southeast. And uh, building upon, of course, the success that we've had uh, in the film production space, but expanding it to include, um, you know, story and technology and all the makers for a place for them to live and work and raise their families. This is like the Lefrak model. And I bring this up a lot because I lived, you know, Lefrak City back in the, was it 50s or like after the returning World War II vets, they, you know, right. it was a place to live, to work, to all those things. And then Lefrak over here in actually Jersey City, where I live, created a waterfront community, the whole same idea. You could live there, you could work there, you right. could shop there. Um, is that what you're going for? Tell me a little bit. This is a grand vision. Yeah, I mean, by the way, my wife's a Jersey girl. We love that area. Yeah. We, um, yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it, it's really a cluster, right? It's an industry cluster. You know, Doc, Dr. Michael Porter from Harvard's Institute for Strategy and Competitiveness has done a lot of research in this space and has pointed out how these clusters form. And really, Atlanta was a, a great place to think about how to cluster around this industry. We had a head start with a great tax incentive, uh, a history of big innovation. And so uh, with our history in the film business and with the history of Pinewood uh, and these excellent stage facilities, it was really, a, a, we think, a smart play to cluster these businesses. We have 40-something uh, business, oh, I guess it's close to 60 now, already clustered down here at the studios and in the town. And we feel like as we focus our efforts on content and technology companies to grow, we'll be at 100 pretty quickly. But more importantly, it's a place where you know, creators and technologists and innovators can feel at home uh, to create. And that's really the goal. And so, Frank, talk about the content piece of this, because I feel like when we've talked to you in the past, um, at least I've framed you at least, or I've thought of you at least, as a place where content creators show up, they make their movies, you know, you have amazing facilities. But as I understand it, and keep me honest here, you guys are now in the business of really investing in intellectual property. You've been making some acquisitions. That's a shift, right? Yeah, and, and thus the new name and new brand, right? So we, Pinewood uh, Atlanta Studios, uh, the core business was facilities, right? And that's our pillar, uh, number one pillar business. And what we did is we decided that, to, that given all the changes going on in the industry and the dramatic shifts that are happening in the way consumers are consuming content and now the demand for content, that we needed to add a couple of more pillars of business. And one was to focus on investing in content companies and to focus on the technology that is necessary to help scale the production of that content. And with those new three pillars, that's how we came up with Trillip, which is you know, three arms of business 
that also happens to be uh, the structure that you see very commonly in Stonehenge, uh, and we like bringing our British history with us. Uh, but with these three new, uh, with these three pillars of business, then it sort of makes us a sort of, uh, uh, you know, a kind of uh, an old-fashioned studio with the addition of technology. Hey, what about the timing, Frank? Because I just think it's interesting. Jason and I, as you know. Uh, We've talked with you before. We love talking about kind of just real estate usage right now in particular. And I was talking with a bunch of executives, global executives, one in London, one over in Asia and China, you know, and they said, you know, depending on which part of the market you're in, you're either doing well or you're not, or there's opportunities or there are not. So I'm just curious about the timing for you guys to do all of this. Well, you've hit on a couple of points. One, I think we've spoken about this in the past before, you know, Pre-COVID, we happen to be in a situation where, uh, given all these changes in the way we're consuming content, um, Wall Street was already pouring more money into the pipeline for, for to the filmmaking pipeline than we had the capacity to produce in this industry. We were already falling behind, and then COVID hits, and everybody decides to go in, you know, duck inside and watch all this content on all these platforms, you know. And as the joke, the, the current joke goes, you know, I've seen Netflix, so what's next? Mm-hmm. And, right. <laughs> and there's just so much content that is now needed uh, that there's a shortage of facilities, there's a shortage of talent capable of producing content at that kind of scale, and there's a shortage of the technology that can enable us to do this. So we think the timing is perfect. And separate to your other point that I think you made, which is a good point, uh, Carol, as a real estate play, yeah. uh, several big venture firms, you know, you and I both know big names that have found this kind of real estate be a new class of real estate that they want to invest in. And so what I mean is, you know, uh, studio facilities in the movie business. Yeah. And so you're seeing a lot of big firms get involved in this space, and um, we think it's a smart move. Can I just yeah. say, I hadn't heard that line, I've seen Netflix, what's next? So I'm adding <laughs> it good. to Jason and I, through this whole seven months, have been just, I've been keeping track of just fun things that people say so i'm adding it to the list it's my t-shirt list like all of these lines could be a t-shirt and thank you for sharing that one with us that's a good one that's a good one in the city of atlanta and its environs there is something unique and i say it's because it's my hometown my parents live there (laughs) i have many many family members there the way that the city has grown both economically and geographically i think what you're doing is something of a microcosm of that. And, and I do, I would love for you to sort of explain that and sort of how it fits into the broader Georgia and Atlanta economy and how it reflects it, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's great. And, and you're right. I do think what we're building is a micro cluster of the larger cluster that is Atlanta. I mean, these kinds of things tend to form, if you sort of back out a little bit, Atlanta as a result, like like other cities around the world that have been successful at this, it's, it's the result of, you know, a, a sort of business-friendly policy environment, of smart tax policy, uh, of, of strong research universities that, of course, produce talent. And then, of course, we have the benefit of having this kind of global hub of an airport, the most traveled airport in the world, with all these direct flights to you know, important destinations all over the world. And I think that combination has, has been very helpful for Atlanta in the spaces that I think it's most famous for, which is, you know, FinTech and, and sort of all that Georgia tech research, uh, those kinds of research outcomes. And then more recently famous because of the film industry. But I'll tell you, the film industry has been a part of Georgia for a long time. When President Carter was Governor Carter, 
of, of, of Atlanta, I'm sure you know, Jason, you know, we had the first uh, state film office in the United right. States. And Governor Carter was making a real play for the film industry back in the 70s. And so we had a cool independent thing that grew into, of course, Ted Turner launching the, what became the media giant of Turner, and then followed, you know, Tyler Perry deciding to, to, to plan a stake and say, no, I'm not going to live and work out of Hollywood. I'm going to build my own studio here. And so, uh, you know, mentioning before about Dr. Porter's research in clusters, Atlanta was identified as an entertainment media cluster back in the mid-90s, you know, globally recognized entertainment media cluster. And so the recent... Uh, tax incentives and the move toward these bigger budget projects uh, that came around post-2008 has really now made it uh, a globally recognized center for creativity. You know, it's interesting, um, Frank, one thing I want to ask you, because years ago I remember doing a piece specifically about tax incentives for the for Bloomberg mm-hmm. Television, about tax incentives for like the film industry. Because as you know, you've seen the stories about where people are like, why do we give them a break? It really doesn't do anything for the economy. What would you say to that, especially considering what you guys are doing there in Atlanta? Well, it's, it's all in the devilish details of design. Uh, because, you know, I was, uh, I'm only three years in this marketplace, and uh, my, the, the studio I left, which we built in San Francisco to build digital humans, Atlanta wasn't on my radar. And uh, I met the folks at Pinewood, became excited about it, and the first thing I did was look up the tax policy, because I've been a part and have served other governors in other states who've had tax incentives, but they just weren't well-written. Uh, and they weren't uh, really meant, they, you could tell they were sort of temporary uh, or not very thoughtful in their approach, and it resulted in sort of temporary tax um, uh, incentives. But whoever did this, and I haven't quite figured out who the parties were that all came together to, to make this work, it is the best written tax policy for tax incentives in the United States. And by the way, it's the second most attractive tax incentive in the United States. And importantly, it was really focused on building the economy in Georgia and, you know, injecting directly uh, 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 jobs and and high-paying jobs uh, to Georgians uh, and in a way that, you know, we were credited with partially being one of the key um, uh, industries of bringing the Georgia economy out of uh, trouble in 2008. And we are seen as an important player now as we try to get back out of trouble uh, as a result of COVID. So it depends on what, you know, not all tax incentives are created equally. The one in Georgia is very smart, and it's been quite powerful for the state of Georgia. Great answer to that, yeah. So, Frank, only uh, about a minute left, but uh, just give us one minute on sort of state of production and and where you are as as we worry continually about this uh, second wave. Yeah, well, I think last time you and I spoke, we were working real hard on figuring out how to get everybody back to work uh, safely. Uh, And we put a lot into that. And we've had the good fortune of coming up with some systems that uh, the industry uh, is excited about. Uh, We've gotten, um, we're probably back up to about 50% of where we were. And I think in the next six weeks, we'll be close to 100%. Wow. Uh, and, And so we've got, I've got, 13, 1,400 people badging on the lot today. And, um, you know, we're, it's, it's, we're slower. Uh, we're having to be a lot more careful. Uh, there are a lot more new systems to consider. But the exciting and good news is we're putting, putting people back to work so we can make movies that people are looking forward to seeing. 
Well, we certainly are looking forward to seeing him and uh, yeah. can't wait to come visit and uh, see everything that you're up to. Frank Patterson, thank you so much. President and CEO of Trillith Studios, joining us on the phone from the ATL. So much going on. Atlanta's awesome.